Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fit and Lit podcast. I am your host, Bridget Koenig, and we are just going to randomly talk about stuff today. This week, slash weekend, slash I just the last seven days has been so hectic. I haven't been this busy in so long. Like every day, like from 6 a.m. this morning, actually 7 because I accidentally slept in too long. It has been go, 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 just going. We've had so many things happening. We had our fall challenge start. There has just been just so much going on with the kids' school, with um, just life. And I am not complaining about it, but I have not been able to record this week yet. It is Tuesday, October 10th. And wow. Let's get started with this podcast. So I'm actually drinking nothing right now because I sat down and forgot to grab it. And now I am stuck here and can't get up. But in the other room, I do have my ghost BCAAs in the watermelon Sour Patch Kids flavor, which is my one of my favorite flavors. I love anything watermelon and anything blue raspberry. And I've been really trying to get my water intake in. And the flavor is just just perfect. I love it. Um, and it helps me drink so much more water. Plus getting in those extra BCAAs, those branch chain amino acids to kind of fill in the gaps because I've been working out a lot too. I hit my PR with squats, which is a really big deal. I did that yesterday for leg day. I got 155, which doesn't sound like a big deal to a lot of people, but to me, it is so crazy because when my daughter was three months old, she's almost seven now, I hurt my back really bad. Like I didn't really have much back pain before just like normal pregnancy, like, oh, my back is a little sore today kind of stuff, but nothing really too intense. But at the three month mark, I was putting, I was putting on pajamas. I wasn't even doing anything like crazy. I was putting on my pajama pants and my back just went out and it took me like six years to finally start feeling better. Um, I did physical therapy. I had x-rays, went to different chiropractors, like everything. And, um, there was nothing wrong with me apparently, but the pain was so excruciating that I would cry just walking down the hallway to go to the bathroom. I had to hold on to like both sides of the hallway to like hold myself up as I would walk down. At one point I had, um, a walker in the house just in case, because I was home. I was a stay at home mom when my, um, kids were really little and my husband would sometimes work like 16 hour days. So I was home alone with this three month old with like, and I could barely walk. So it was really super stressful. This lasted, the pain would come and go the first couple of years. It was like almost constant. I would go like the longest I could go was a week without pain. And even then it was so scary because I was so concerned that 
any step I took. So if I went upstairs, I was like, oh my gosh, did I just screw up my back again? And it was like that for a long time. And then until recently, I was able to like not worry about it too much, but my back would flare up here and there depending on how I would sleep, how hard my workout was, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm happy to say that I have been generally pain-free since April, which is a long time. It's October now. So this is the longest I've gone. And I wasn't able to do squats because like the next like heavy squats, like I could do air squats and stuff, but I couldn't put any heavy load because the next day my back would just like, I'd be out for like two weeks because I did one day of squats. So for me to be able to squat 155 and not be in excruciating pain the next day or after my last set is just so amazing. I'm so proud of myself for just being patient and healing myself because, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how badly pain, if you have never like suffered from chronic pain, first of all, be super grateful. Second of all, do everything preventative so that this doesn't happen to you. Third of all, it takes a toll on you mentally from being super active, going to the gym, running marathons, doing all the things to being basically bedridden really screwed up my my headspace. I already deal with anxiety and depression. I have since I was like 11 years old. Um, and just being in pain every day, not being able to do the things that you love to do or that help manage anxiety and depression was really horrible. So short story long, I am super proud of myself for sticking to a workout program and doing the damn thing and doing PR on squats. So next week I'm just gonna, I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm going to try to stay at 155. I think I did four repetitions at 155. So I'm going to try to just stay there next week, unless I'm feeling super good, then I might try to go up higher, but I'm just really proud of myself, um, for getting, (laughs) for getting stronger. Um, what else good happened? Oh, on Saturday, I got to go check out my check out. I got to go hang out with my ultra running fam. The all we do is run community here in California is amazing. Um, my husband did a six hour race race. It's not even really a race. Basically it's like, however much you can run in six hours. And he did a 50 K and stopped. It was like 102 degrees outside and everyone running was just so like hot and they had a little kiddie pool for people to jump in. It was a wild time. It was really good to see everybody again. Um, so that was really fun. The kids were hot. They went out there and, uh, they always have a good time hanging out with mom and dad. So that was nice. The day before that, my kids had a jogathon where they ran as much as they could in 20 minutes. And my daughter ran 10 loops. And I think that like equals out to about a mile. And it was so cute. She was so determined to get 
all those laps in and uh, it was just really cool to see all the teammates out there. I was volunteering, checking off how many laps they did. It was a really fun time. And then on Sunday, I got to do a nutrition presentation for a Girl Scout troop for their the 13 age range or middle school range range age range <laughs> and that was such a fun time we talked about nutrition and how it's important to pay attention to what you're putting into your body and to save fun foods for fun times not every day and to focus on whole foods and then we made a fun food but we made it a whole food so we did caramel apples but we made it a caramel apple dip. So we took dates and almond butter and a little bit of vanilla and salt in a food processor and blended all that up and dipped some apples into it. And it was so good. I had them compare the ingredients. So the dates, the almond butter, uh, vanilla salt. I had them compare the ingredients of that, which those are the only ingredients, dates, almonds, salt, and vanilla. And had them compare it to like generic caramel apple dip that you find in the grocery store in a container, which contains corn syrup and all these dextrose, uh, monosaccharide, glyceride, you know, all the things that you can't pronounce. So that was really fun. Uh, teenagers make me super nervous. I learned a new phrase and it made me feel stupid. And, uh, the phrase is chat not phrase. The word is chat. So it's like, I guess this, I don't know if this is correct, but if I'm like talking to a group and like, it's like the chat, like the chat box. (laughs) So like when you're done with something like, uh, oh, Hey Bridget, I heard you did a, a podcast. Oh yeah, that's right. I did a podcast chat. Like, I think that's the correct way to do it I'm not quite sure but I still feel dumb and now I'm feeling old I'm only 32 and I no longer resonate or can talk to teenagers so I've hit that point in my life and I don't know how I feel about it (laughs) but so doing a presentation in front of teenagers was uh, fun it was only two girls um but that was enough to make me second guess everything that I was saying (laughs) Um, I, what else? I learned some stuff about when I was a kid over the past week, but I am not quite sure if I should share, but it is, um, kind of on the true crime side. I'm going to talk a little bit to my mom first and see if maybe I can share this story because it is just so wild. If you know me in person, I have talked about it to you because I it's so it's such a strange story um but anyway okay I'm not gonna tease anymore but I might talk about it on a later on a later episode also on Sunday the awaken fall challenge started and it did not go as planned for some reason, the whole challenge was jacked up. Everyone's schedule was different. When the challenge started, it started people on the day that they purchased it. So like the two weeks 
prior when you could sign up for the challenge, that's when it had people start, but it wasn't showing up in their calendar, but it was only some people. So (laughs) it was like this whole complicated thing. So I had to go through every single person individually. We have about 20 people in the challenge. I had to go through everybody individually and reset their program. And it was a lot of work and it was very frustrating, but we got it started. We all decided that we're going to start on Monday. So the challenge started yesterday. We're getting so many cool things happening in the chat. We're having people complete their workouts and it's just, it's really cool. And it's really fun to have all these women together, even if it is just virtual. So we're going to have more challenges coming up in the future. As always, you can go to awakencardiokickboxing.com, go to the Awaken app tab, and there are some options for you to apply for one-on-one personal training or nutrition counseling, all virtual, or you can sign up for a program that is already written out that you can follow on your own at your own pace at your own time. We will be having some more on-demand options coming up. But the cool thing about the app is that you can track all of your workouts, all of your nutrition with the scan code. So you can, um, you don't have to type in everything individually or manually. You can just scan the barcode on your food. If it's packaged, you can take pictures of your food. You can log your weight, your measurements. You can sync up your Garmin, Fitbit, your Apple Watch, your if, with things. I've never known anyone who uses it, but you can connect with things. And I believe you can do Android now. Don't quote me on that. I don't have Android anything. So I don't know if the, how true that is, but you can sync up everything on there. You can log your sleep. You can talk to me directly. You can do so many cool things on this app. And I just think it's, I think it's great, especially if you're looking for someone to kind of oversee, get that accountability. So if you are interested in working with me for that, of course, I'll have the link down below in the show notes or in the description, depending on if you're watching this on YouTube or Apple Podcasts. I still haven't figured out how to get this podcast on Spotify. It says it's uploading, but it is not. So we will figure that out very soon. But the app is super cool. And um, yeah, apply if you want to do one-on-one training or you can just use the app as well. What else? Oh, I, I have tried. I tried reading Divine Rivals and it is written in third person. I do not like third person books. I just can't relate. Like it's so hard for me to to relate to characters that like I'm not in their head. Like if somebody's just telling me about it, I just like I wish I could because so many people love this book so much and I could not get into it. So I just stopped and I was like, I'm just going to pick up something else. And this book has been calling out to me. And I just was finally like, you know what? Screw my TBR. I'm just going to read this one. And that one is Hidden Pictures by Jason Rekulak. 
I think that's how you pronounce it. It is so good, you guys. I'm almost done with it. I just started it two days ago. Two days ago. And um, oh my gosh, it is. It has everything in a scary, yeah, Jason Reculak. It has everything that I would like want within a scary movie, a scary book. It has creepy kid. It has ghost. It has solving a murder. It has babysitter who was an addict. So nobody believes her. It has, uh, it's so good. Like there's lies, there's secrets. And what's really cool. The reason why it's called hidden pictures is this kid, he's five years old and he draws like these creepy pictures and uh it shows them in the book so it's not like just a description it like actually shows the pictures a big part of the book is photos so i'm reading it on kindle and when i'm like swiping i'm just like Ooh, like the picture will pop up and it's just so creepy and i listened to it along with a pot uh, a playlist on spotify and it's like creepy horror soundtrack and it's just like a soundtrack to a scary movie so like that like eerie like suspenseful kind of music oh it's so good i have about 30 minutes left to read it i'm going to finish it tonight but i can't stop thinking about it it's so good i'm gonna go ahead and read you the uh synopsis here and uh oh it's so good so Oh, yeah. There's like forest. There's creepy cabin. Oh, there's a pool. Like they keep talking about the pool and like how the little boy needs to wear his floaties. And they're like kind of like making it seem like, oh, it's just so good. Everything about it is just everything I want. There is uh, a psychic that lives next door that nobody trusts. And she's like the weirdo. Oh, okay. So anyway, let me read you this synopsis. Okay. A wildly in. Let me start over. A wildly inventive spin on the supernatural thriller about a woman working as a nanny for a young boy with strange and disturbing secrets. Mallory Quinn is fresh out of rehab when she takes a job as a babysitter for Ted and Caroline Maxwell. She is to look after their five-year-old son, Teddy. Mallory immediately loves it. She has her own living space, goes out for nightly runs, and has the stability she craves. And she sincerely bonds with Teddy, a sweet, shy boy who is never without his sketchbook and pencil. His drawings are the unusual fare. Oh, are the usual fare. Trees, rabbits, balloons. But one day he draws something different. A man in a forest dragging a woman's lifeless body. Then Teddy's artwork becomes increasingly sinister. As, he's, as his stick figures quickly evolve into lifelike sketches well beyond the ability of any five-year-old, Mallory begins to wonder if these are glimpses of a long, unsolved murder, perhaps relayed by a supernatural force. Knowing just how crazy it all sounds, Mallory nevertheless sets out to decipher the images and save Teddy before it's too late. But it is so good, you guys. Like, there are scenes, like, if you watch The Ring, you know how they're, like, they go into the library and they're, like, looking through those old pictures and, like, old newspapers. Like, there's, like, reminiscent of that. 
oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. It was so, it's so good. But in Goodreads, it's rated like the average rating is 4.1 something, which is really high for a book. If anything is in the four stars, you know, it's going to be good. Um, But I'm really excited to finish that one. Speaking of ghosts and supernatural things, it is spooky season. So I'm giving my fir- myself full permission to keep talking about it. <laughs> but right before this podcast, right before I started talking, I was talking to one of my friends who was like, man, my, or one of my members here. And I, I consider my members friends here. We're all, we're all in this together. She was saying how her car kept saying that someone was like, it kept saying detected, like there's a person detected and there was nobody there. I was like, that's so scary. Like whenever that happens, I always have to like get out of my car and look because I'm always scared. There's like a, a dog or, you know, like a bunny or something. I don't know. Underneath my tires that my car's like, Hey, there's something here. So when there's nothing there, you're like, okay, like, do I still go? Like what's, you know, it's kind of scary. And then we started talking about the Tesla ghosts. If you have a Tesla, I want to hear from you. Like send me a message, write a comment down below. I want to hear your experience. If you've had any, you can go on YouTube or I don't know, TikTok probably. And like, look up like Tesla ghosts. There are so many, so many, like people will drive through graveyards, cemeteries and their Tesla will show people walking around, but there's nobody in the cemetery. There was a story that I heard on one of the spooky podcasts that I listened to where on their camera, the Tesla was showing that someone was by their passenger door and they were joking around saying like, oh yeah, open the door, let it in. And they did. And the person that was showing on their screen, it showed them get inside the car and disappear. So they just have this like ghost person sitting in their back seat. And um, that freaks me out. And once again, I am in my studio talking about that stuff, uh, hoping that whatever is in here listening doesn't think it's funny to start playing jokes on me because I would not appreciate that. So if you're listening, please be nice. Do not show me that you are here. At least not right now. Maybe another time when I have someone else around. But um, as you know, once I start talking about that stuff, I'm probably going to cut this shorter. But I'm just going to uh, talk just a little bit more. Oh my gosh. As you can see, I don't have my headphones on today because I'm going, I'm trying to see if it helps me just talk. I feel a lot more comfortable talking because I can't hear myself. So hopefully this, you can tell on the other side that I feel a lot more comfortable. I'm trying to remember what else I did over the week. I went to the chiropractor again. I love my chiropractor. He does an amazing job and I attribute a lot of my pain-free time to what he's been doing he's been focusing a lot on my neck which is really interesting because my low back is where I have all of the pain so you know our body it all compensates for 
you know, different things. So if our neck hurts, it could be our lower back that's feeling it. If our feet are not in the right shoes or in shoes and you should be barefoot, which you should be barefoot because being barefoot is the best. It could mess up your hips. It could mess up your shoulders. And then your neck is crooked. And then, you know, weird stuff starts happening within our bodies as we compensate. And, um, yeah, it's just been amazing. I've been really focusing on the position of my sleep. So instead of mushing my face into the pillow and like having one leg out to the side, laying on my stomach, I've been either laying on my side or preferably laying flat on my back. The best way my chiropractor says to sleep is on your side with a pillow between your knees. However, I would like to keep my face nice and not wrinkled. So I'm trying to sleep on my back so that I don't get like chest wrinkles from like your boobs, like crunching all the skin together. And then like having one side of my face being squished because I notice when I lay on my side, like I'll have this really deep wrinkle. Like if you're on TV, on, on TV, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can kind of see like where all these like wrinkles form and I'll just wake up and it'll have it there. Like this side's not as bad, but my left side, because I sleep on that side is like getting bad. And I just, you know, want to preserve my youth. Okay. If it is preventable, <laughs> but I've been really loving eye gels lately too. So every morning I keep them in the refrigerator and I just pop them on and it's been really awesome and it feels good. And then my daughter will take them after I'm done with them and she feels fancy as well. Last week I swam, I swam again for the second time and I'm planning on swimming tomorrow as well. And, um, I swam with friends the last two times and we just did the kickboard. I haven't swam in like almost two years. It's been a long time. So I didn't even have a suit. I had to go buy a suit and, um, we just were on the kickboards, just talking basically like the whole time. So just getting used to kicking in the water again, getting used to the routine of it all. But this week when I go tomorrow, I really want to do at least 10 minutes of actual like freestyle swimming and getting used to breathing again because that's the hardest part when it comes to swimming is figuring out your breath, getting that heart rate regulated. And, um, man, swimming is tough. It's tough. And, um, I'm excited to get back into it. I was doing really good for a long time and even taught myself how to flip turn because I didn't grow up swimming. I swimming was something that was like I did, but I wasn't ever great at it. I did swim lessons growing up. I tried to play water polo at one point, but I just sucked at swimming. And when we would do like warm up drills, I would be like the last person and um I wasn't around it. So nobody taught me. The coaches didn't really teach me and I just felt like I didn't belong in the water. So I'm getting back in the water as an adult, reteaching myself after two years, which I started swimming about two years ago because of my back. So I thought it would like help me feel better. It didn't. Some days I would get out of the pool hurting more than when I went in, but it's been nice. And it's cool because I've met more people now again, swimming and I, I'm introverted. I'm an, on the scale, 
of zero being don't want to talk to anybody ever to the scale of 10. The more people I'm around, the better. I'm like at a three, four. I'm, uh, I like to be around people, but my time has to be limited and it's very situational. Big party. No, not for me. Intimate gatherings. Yeah. Like let's talk. I don't want to do small talk. Um, I want to get to know you. Tell me your biggest fear. <laughs> tell me why you're so fucked up. Tell me your trauma. I'll tell you mine. <laughs> That's what I want to talk about. And uh, I don't want to talk about other people. I don't want to talk gossip. I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to talk about politics or religion. Um, I just want to talk about you and I want to get to know you and I want to talk about me. But then I have to go take a rest because I will regret talking so much and opening up too much about you and feel like I'm oversharing. <laughs> so I love being by myself. I love um, self-reflecting, which sounds weird because I'm so active on social media, but it's different because I'm not talking to an actual person in real time. It's just different. I don't know how else to explain it. I love sharing my story. I think sharing my story is super important and I am going to be opening up just a little bit more on here once I feel comfortable because I want to share my story respectfully and thoughtfully. I don't want to second guess myself, but my mental health journey has been a journey. It's been, it's been wild. I actually had a therapy appointment today and I didn't really know what to talk about. We just kind of talked about that weird um, thing that I found out, that true crime kind of thing that I uh, I went through as a kid and didn't even know that it happened. I didn't go through it, but I was like, it, I can't explain it here anymore. You, I, I already talked about this, but um, so that's pretty much all we talked about. And just how like people are weird, but I've been so good lately. I've just been living in the moment. I was talking to my husband and my therapist about this where I don't really know, like I can't picture a future for myself. Not that like, I don't want a future. I would love a future and I want to keep living. It's just that I don't have wild anxiety about the future anymore where I was you know growing up okay I have to find the perfect person I have to find the perfect person we have to get engaged then we have to get married then we have to have kids and before all that I need to go to college I need to get a job I need to have a career by the time I'm 30 I'm 32 and I don't even have like a stable career like I have fun stuff but I don't have anything that's like super stable. I'm basically like my husband is supporting our family right now. And uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that I'm not worried about it. And before I would be like, okay, well, where are we going to be in a couple of years? Where are we going to live? Do we have enough savings? Do we have this? Da, 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 da. When in reality, we're doing okay. We're We have a house over our heads. We've got you know, we're very blessed um, financially right now, and I really don't have anything to worry about. So I've been just really staying present. And it's really weird because I'm not used to it. 
And um, it's freeing, but also very scary because if I'm not worrying, am I doing the wrong thing? kind of mentality like oh I should have been worried about that because now five years in the future I'm stuck I'm in the same spot but I don't think that that's accurate or like really how I feel but I feel like I should be feeling that way because that's how I've been my entire life basically so it's kind of cool but also very strange thinking about the future without anxiety and I'm, that's another thing I'm super proud of myself for, for overcoming and understanding myself so much more. And, uh, if you have never done talk therapy or worked on yourself, whether it be through a workbook or I really like how to do the work by Nicole LaPera, that book is amazing learning how to nurture your relationship with yourself so that you can nurture your relationship with others is so important and it's so overlooked but it is a big part of personal development and man I I wish that I had someone like me now when I was in my early 20s I wish I had someone like me now when I was in high school to look up to and to say what I know now. And I'm getting all emotional. But nurturing that 16-year-old me, that 21-year-old me who was riddled with anxiety and depression and not even wanting to be here anymore... I'm so grateful. That's all I can say is that like where I'm at right now. Again, when I can talk clearly on podcasts and I can get my thoughts in order, I really want to share my story because I've healed so much, so, so much. Um, It's going to be probably like a three-parter podcast because there's just so much to tell. And, um, man, like when I look back about how far I've come, like I said, I wish I had someone like me now when I was 16, when I was 21. And that's how I know that I'm in the right spot. So I'm very thankful to my friends that have listened to me. I'm very thankful to my husband. And um, I'm just very thankful for people that have stood by me this whole time. And um that really got to see me through this journey and have stuck with me thus far. So, and, uh, they're very blessed because I'm freaking cool. Now I'm understanding. I'm a great friend. I'm a great mom. And I know that now I, uh, I'm just a freaking cool person. And, um, everyone who doubted me, screw you because I'm better. I'm a great person. And, uh, I think we should all have that attitude. Honestly, like you are, you whoever's listening to this has come such a long way um in fact while you're listening to this right now think about like three just three things that is like super freaking cool about yourself i'll give you time 
because this is important. So, um, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how important mental health and self-care is. Oh, like I said, we'll save that for another podcast. We're coming up on time. Proud of myself. We got almost 45 minutes in. If you are listening, please make sure to follow this podcast so you don't miss a new episode. If you're on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. If you want to drink some beer from Athletic Brewing, which is a non-alcoholic brewing company that I love so much, use code BRIDGET20 off online. It'll deliver right to your door for 20% off your first order. You can always use the link that's linked down below, and that will really help me out and let them know that I sent you to drink some great beers. Um, What else? uh like follow leave me a comment follow me on instagram bridget.carlisle for nutrition and wellness stuff and for fun stuff if you just want to hear stupid stuff what's happening throughout the day what i'm loving stupid funny memes uh go to on instagram if dot we dot Oh, sorry. Only dot if dot we dot vibe. So only if we vibe separated by periods. That's where I post just stupid stuff that doesn't matter. That has nothing to do with health and fitness and uh, not everyone's going to love. So if you like what you hear, go there, do those things and uh, tell your friends and stick around because this podcast is only going to get better it's i'm gonna stop talking like that and uh, i'm gonna have some audio in here soon hopefully and have some uh, confidence in talking to nobody so and i'd like to do some interviews you know i'm gonna interview some people i interview my husband maybe hear his story he has a crazy oh my gosh if you want to hear a crazy story you can listen to my husband's story. His story is freaking wild, man. I'm so proud of him too. Like, holy shit. Uh, but yeah, so I'm done here. I will send you on your merry way. If you are walking, doing that uh, 75 hard, 45 minute outdoor workout, you still got a few minutes to go. So just enjoy the time. Turn the podcast off. Don't listen to anything. Listen to the outdoor nature. Listen to some birds. Listen to some ocean water if you're by the water. And uh yeah, pay attention to the road if you're driving. Oh, you forgot you were driving? Oh, yeah. But I hate when that happens. Okay, we'll see ya. Uh, this is the longest goodbye ever. Giving you hugs. Have a great day. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.